This is DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. What's up, podcast? I got Jay Watley with me this week. What's up, dude? How are you doing, bro? Hey, let me just start. I want to say right off the jump, I am so envious of your studio here, your digs. <laughs> this is sweet. It's nice, bro. I'm digging it. I really like it. Um, we're doing a lot here at Cohab. And they're letting me use the studio. It's pretty nice. This place is awesome. I've walked by a million times in the Red River District, and when you said it's under the bridge, I was like, wait a second. I know where that is. Yeah. But I didn't realize this was here. This is awesome. Yeah, it's sweet. And we're, uh, we're talking about doing more upgrades and stuff here soon. I like it. Um, so, Jay, you are a local TV person. I mean, a radio personality, TV personality, <laughs> MC, Shoot. wedding DJ. I mean, you name it, man. Tell me, tell me like, how that stuff developed like from – from age five and up, you know, wow, how, did that, how did that happen? It's so weird uh, because I never wanted to do anything like this, like okay. radio especially. Like that, that's that's what I started doing, and everything that I do, it all stems from radio, right? So without that, then I get nothing else. Right. Um, but no, I, I grew up in Shreveport, uh, um, never left in Keithville, actually. I, I lived in a trailer park on Buncombe Road nice. called Blue Ridge. I'll never forget it. And then I lived in a trailer park in Keithville called Southview Estates. Okay. Both are awesome. Well, that's interesting because I grew up in a trailer park too, man. Come on, yeah, man. Real, you and me, we got to stick talk. together, yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, I, I, but I had a, you know, my, a single mom raised me and my sister. Um, and I went to Walnut Hill for nine years. Really cool school. I love it. I okay. still go back there all the time. Okay. And I went to Evangel for high school. Right. Um, when I was at Evangel, I, I played baseball. Like, I wanted to play baseball forever, you know. Yeah. I was probably terrible in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> well, I mean, Evangel's like a really, like, sports-driven school, right? Uh, yeah, I got a scholarship to go there okay. uh, from baseball. I played that for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a sophomore in high school, um, I put out MySpace rap songs just to be funny, right? <laughs> Throwback, so I always yeah. want to be funny. Um, I, I did my like rap songs, but about Calvary, about the. Uh, <laughs> so that's the uh, competing private school yeah, for you listeners that don't know the area. It was the, uh, the you know. There's nothing better than a than a uh, juicy Christian school rivalry, yeah. you know. <laughs> so they, I, I would put a song on MySpace, and then they had a guy that went to Calvary that would put a song on MySpace about us, and we would go oh, back nice. and forth. Okay. And trust me, those those songs are burnt and they'll never be found. I keep them. I keep them in a safe inside another safe in a vault. Uh, but those were we had. It was going for a few months, uh, and it was just funny. And then a guy named Gary McCoy. I don't know if you know if you've heard of his yeah, name. Yeah, he was. Um, he was really big into the country uh, radio. Yeah, still yeah, okay. still is. He still hosts mornings now, but uh, on on Kiss Country. Back in those days, he he ran the whole cluster of radio stations. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, though, I know nothing of any of this. Okay. Like, I never thought about radio. Um, it was never even a possibility. Although I liked radio, like I listened to K ninety four five at that time. It was the big dog. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yes, I listen every morning, right? Um, but you don't really see. I don't think there's many people that at a young age say, oh, "I just want to be a radio DJ." Yeah, just didn't happen that that often. So. I do these MySpace rap songs, and all of a sudden I get an email from Gary McCoy. And how old are you at this uh, point? Fifteen. Okay, fifteen. And he was he he basically his son and I knew each other. Okay. Um, through high school, he thought those songs were so funny, mm-hmm. and he asked me if I was old enough to work, or at least get a hardship license to work, and if I wanted to work for what was at that time Gap Broadcasting. Yeah. And I said, shoot, absolutely. <laughs> it was. I applied to work at Brookshire's and didn't get the job. Oh, what? I did the interview and everything. They weren't interested. <laughs> Brookshire's is a local grocery store, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brookshire's is – I went to go bag groceries, and they, I did the interview. I was so excited to get a job, move out, get my own place. Yeah. Uh, and then 
a couple weeks later, I get a job at the radio station, and I've been doing it ever since. That was 12 years ago now. Nice. So I loved it. Uh, but even then, when you get in, it's like you're really not making a lot of money. Yeah. And you're trying, and you're hustling, you're grinding, but you know, you're only working an air shift work, worth of hours. So I'd get like four hours a day. I would do the mornings on K945, then go to, to school, okay. and then work all the weekends. Yeah. So the reason I say that is come back to your original question like nightclubs and weddings and television yeah, stuff yeah. all of that came from just uh, a drive to make more uh-huh. than what you can so it's like well i'm doing weddings i mean i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm doing radio but every other week someone's asking me if i'm dj weddings yeah. i don't have a clue how to dj anything <laughs> i've never dj anything in my life radio you know you're not really djing right. it it's just there it's, and you're you talking. record that right yeah. sometimes no it's still it's still live but you know just to, it's not like we're my point is we're not pulling out cds right and yeah right yeah. and running it yeah. like it's all digital it's all yeah. up there it's easy so that was the first thing I did. I bought a bunch of DJ equipment. I figured that was just a lot of money that I wasn't making. Okay. And so I've been doing weddings for like 10 years now. I got into my first club job. I was 18, and it was Chicky's Boom Boom Room. <laughs> so, And trust me, if you've never heard of it, it was as fun as it sounds like it, it was. It was fun. I remember that spot. The Boom Boom Room. <laughs> so I've been doing so nightclubs and weddings, all that. It all just stemmed from radio, though. And, and radio put me in a position where uh, people would, would pay for services. Yeah. And uh, and I've been doing it ever since. Well, that's, Here that's, we are. That's interesting. Now I'm nice and old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's still it's still doing the clubs and the weddings yeah. every weekend. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because to be that type of personality and do that on a daily basis, you have to be passionate about it. You just can't yeah. go to work and not enjoy it. I feel like what you do when you bring energy and you're you know giving out this this hype, whatever it may be, whether it's playing music for someone, uh, they're maybe once in a lifetime event yeah you know as a wedding or when people were trying to get out to the club and let loose and kind of relax you got, and you're you so right them. well you, the one reason you have to have passion for it is that you will burn out of it so quick yeah. if you don't right because the schedule sometimes is is ruthless and even nightclubs bro that's every friday and saturday mm-hmm. downtown that's 9 p.m to 6 a.m yeah and now I'm in Bozier. It's not as bad, but it's still – it's a nightly every weekend, every Friday and Saturday. There's no dates. Yeah. There's no going out with your friends. Right. But you have to love that part of it. Yeah. And I, I, I are, I've always loved it. Like I don't feel – I've never gone to work at, at the radio station and thought, God, I just don't feel like doing this today. Yeah. Of course, there are bad days, but at the same time, when you get in – you know. When you get into your studio, right? My studio is not nearly this nice. I'd be the happiest guy in the world if I was in here. But you get in, and it's like all the other stuff that's going on is is non-existent. Yeah. And so for four or five hours, it's just you in a small room talking to thousands of people, and it's still magical. Yeah. You know, there's theater yeah. to it, and I, I've always enjoyed that side of it. So. Okay. Well, I yeah. mean, and with that, with all those things you're doing on a constant basis with the hectic schedule and stuff, I mean, what I really wanted to talk about today, of course – you know, you're so theatrical and you're a great guest, but balance, you know, as a whole, because you're doing all this, but you also have two girls, right? Yeah, two daughters, okay. two that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> well, how old are they? Seven and four. Okay. They're great, man. Yeah, they're, and you have good. them, how often do you get them? I have them pretty often. So you have them pretty often, mm-hmm. so you're having to balance working nightclubs, doing uh, weddings every weekend, you know, especially during that season, I'm sure, and then getting up and working a day job, being a radio host, I'm yeah. sure that's insane, dude. It's crazy, uh, but I think... I don't really look at life as like a balance. Like if you do this, you have to do the other. Right. It's really more of you have to do all of these things. Yeah. 
just do it. Yeah. Just get it done. And then uh, most days, like especially if I have, that, have the kids, the days are rough. Like mm-hmm. I live in Benton. Yeah. It's a pretty good ways that's, outside that's of probably, town. That's, yeah, it's about 30 minutes north of where we're at now. Yeah, a little yeah. good ways outside of town. My oldest daughter goes to school here in town. Okay. And then I work on the other side of town. Yeah. So every morning, just, just to get to work, you know, I got to drive an hour and a half or two hours yeah. just to get the kids situated. And then my oldest daughter is with me pretty much every afternoon while I'm on the air. Okay. Which is cool. That's, that a lot is of people great. can't just bring yeah, that. A no, lot of people got to pay up and find sitters. Mm-hmm. So for me, my daughter's just usually in the room. She hates it. Oh, really? She thinks it's the most boring thing. <laughs> she asked me, why don't I get a normal job? Like it's lost its cool factor with her. What? Um, but uh, the weekends are certainly the worst. And I have a really great family. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls have grandparents on both sides that always watch them. And they know that, you know, I'm working on Friday and Saturday nights. Okay. So they always have somewhere to be or somewhere to go until I get done Sunday. Um, And, you know, balance is just a weird thing because I just worry. It's like, like I said, I have a week's worth of uh, objectives and things and weddings and nightclubs and just got to do it. You got to feel the schedule. Uh, But I enjoy that. You're the same way. I've known you for a long time. You're busy, too. I think a lot of people, they they say, I don't want that life, and they live it and they Mm -hmm. hate it. But there's another breed of people that – they, they they love that busyness. Like if they're not like for instance, I'm on vacation this week. Right. I've been to the radio station twice. And I'm here yeah. with you. Yeah. I think some people just need that. They yeah. need to have the next place to go. That's and, that's me, man. I can't sit still. I feel no. like if I'm sitting still, I'm not being productive. And in this day and age, if you're not productive, you're not relevant. Well, don't get me wrong. Most days, I'm not productive either. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. So answer me this: What do you do on your downtime when you're not doing all these nothing. other things? Nothing. I don't do nothing. Just turn off. I go bowling. Okay. I love bowling. bowling is, is it, that's interesting. I do okay. that like once every once a week. I try to. Nice. Sometimes you it's a little. Started a league yet? I, I've been. I was, I'm on a. I'm on a group. Yeah, uh, we got a group. Oh, I need an invite because I was talking Let's about go. this to a buddy uh, a few weeks ago. Um, my business partner, you know, uh, Chris Hemingway. We're talking about this we went in uh bold and uh we were like dude we should start a league i definitely need to get with you yeah yeah you got to come with us so i've got a group from high school group of friends in high school our senior year in high school we started bowling every wednesday (laughs) called the bowling stones it's like 12 or 14 of us any given wednesday we go and get really drunk and we're all the funniest part though is that we're all serious bowlers now that was a long time i'm not gonna (laughs) age myself and now you're serious about it it's still fun but oh it's we have a big trophy that it's you know we all have you know three or four bowling balls that we bought that we have drilled just for our fingers we got the shoes <laughs> okay, yeah, the you're towels. Serious, yeah. we love it i love bowling i do it's it's on all my dating profiles as a con it's like okay. avid bowler <laughs> stay steer clear yeah. uh bowling's fine i like to gamble okay. uh i don't do that as often but i love playing poker okay uh but honestly if it's not bowling or playing poker i really i also don't have many nights or days you know to do things like that but that's what I assume with that schedule. I figured the, the the small amount of free time you do have, what is it that you fill those with? Now, like I said, that's that's also counting not having the girls this right, free time. Like, right, exactly. I, if I have time, I want to be with them. Of course. So on the nights where I have the girls, you know, we're you know we twice twice a week I'll get them both and ask them in the car after I pick them both and we're going home it's it's six o'clock it's seven o'clock at night yeah. what do you want to do tonight and whatever they say we have to do it okay. no questions asked I love the nights when they say McDonald's play place God <laughs> I hate the nights when they say Chuck E. Cheese and luckily they're on they're on more of a McDonald's swing lately yeah. the play place and the Chuck E. Cheese thing yeah um, 
but I enjoy I just enjoy doing things with them and, and when I can. Well, I've seen that so. about you, like on your social media. I've noticed a lot that you're a really awesome dad and that you're always doing stuff with them. And that's interesting because there's a lot of people in our past that mm-hmm. you know aren't that involved with their children, and I think that reflects at a later age. You know. Uh, I have moments now where I reflect already after seven years where like my oldest daughter, when she was a a baby baby, Mm -hmm. I was a lot busier then than I am now. I'm pretty busy now, but back then I was working, you know, eight to eight, Monday through Friday, and then doing the clubs nine to 6 a.m. Friday and Saturday. And when River, my oldest, was a child, was a baby baby, I just didn't I didn't spend that much time with her. And I hate that. Also, with like I grew up, my dad who I still you know, know and talk to to this day, but, I mean, he left us when we were two or when I was two, okay. and he was out. Okay. And I don't hate him at all. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, I get it. Life choices and life paths, like, it, is, it happens. When I was a kid, of course, you know, I thought the guy hung the moon. I saw him once a year, yeah. you know, if that. Yeah. But I think as a dad, as a father, like I got to see firsthand of of what it's what it's not done. You know, right. what's the word I'm looking for? Well, uh, what's what I you got missed it, out on? I got shown what I well, yeah what I missed out on. I got shown how not to be a, a, a good father, right. and I wanted not. To, and like I said, I, I still talk to my dad. He's great, but I would never want my kids to get go through what I went through growing mm-hmm. up. And so every day I'm reminded of that, and and I love just if, – if they don't want to do nothing, we're just at the house chilling. Yeah. What do you want to watch on TV? What are we eating tonight? They're my best friends in the world. Uh, and so I, I love spending time with them, and um, I don't ever want them to have a moment where they miss me. Okay. I don't want them to miss me. Yeah. You know? I always want to be with them, and uh, and they're they're great. They're the best, man. Well – so hanging out with them all the time, I, I see you doing. You, you guys are really creative. Like you're creative in your personal life. You have to be creative in your, you know, work life. Yeah. But it's it's not that often where you see someone that's creative in their work life and they go home and be creative too. Because it seems like whenever you guys are doing stuff, you're doing stuff different things. You're not doing the same thing all the time, or you're yeah. mixing it up, or you, you know, it seems quite theatrical. Do they do they get a lot of their traits from you? Are they are they similar to you? Are I, they opposite? Or? I feel like my oldest is. Okay. Uh, my youngest, I don't know. I don't know who the milkman is that, that is responsible <laughs> for my youngest she and i could not be any more different but okay. in a cool way like yeah. um we just disagree on everything and she doesn't think like i think yeah. but that's that's what the cool part about having two daughters yeah. so they can both be so different and pull from one parent or the other my oldest is my twin we th- we laugh at the same jokes we have the same sense of humor a lot of the videos that we do uh it the river's ideas like river will say well we should really? do why don't we do that like this is such a horrible example i'm sure in the grand scheme of videos we've done but like last christmas we were just in the house and and river wanted to do a video of all three of us singing one of their favorite songs uh-huh. and we do that and it, it's not meant to be funny like they're yeah. having it i'm just yeah. you know i can't really sing that well <laughs> and then we get done and river's like no 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 do it again but this time i'll interrupt you and tell you that you sound horrible and i said all right let's go so this time we do it we do the song again i get five words out and she screams at me dad you're horrible and we posted that video it takes off it's so yeah, funny of course. she river is just she's a very smart person yeah. and she's super creative and she loves when people recognize her Okay. If we go out, of course, I'm still big-headed and, and cocky and arrogant. So if we go out and somebody comes up to me and the girls at Target, then, of course, in my mind, I'm like, no doubt, listens to me on the radio, yeah. just wants to say hello. And they're, I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, they're like, is this River Watley? And she eats that up. She loves it. 
Well, so. well, well, do you think that um, her getting that attention and seeing what you do, you said she really doesn't like being in the studio with you, but she likes all the attention she as far as it, social man. media and being a personality herself. Yeah. What do you think? What do you see her getting into? What does she think that she God, wants to do? I've got no clue, man. She, she, but don't even know yet. The thing is, I, I would never want her to do radio. Okay. Never in a million years. Okay. Not saying that it's not great, mm-hmm. but it's it's a struggle. Radio is a struggle, especially in 2019. Oh, yeah. It ain't easy. Yeah. I mean, just listen to your radio now locally, no matter where you're listening to this mm-hmm. podcast yeah. from. Listen to whatever radio station you have. Flip to like three or four others. And maybe if you're lucky, one of the voices you hear is in your local market. Okay. Maybe. Okay. And that's assuming you're in a good market. Like Shreveport, believe it or not. There's a, a lot of local a good mar- market for it. voices here, yeah. A lot of places, it's not like that. Um, my oldest and my youngest, I want them just to find something that they love mm-hmm. and just go for it. I don't care if you don't make any money doing it at first. Just grind through it because I think the most important thing is at the end of the day, you wake up every day and you're excited to go yeah. to work. Because think about how many people – I'm sure there are people listening to this yeah, right now that can't. It it's, it's just how it is. Yeah. And, and the I, thing is it's like – a lot of time, a lot of times, people aren't willing to go out outside their comfort zone mm-hmm. to do something they're passionate about because they're just kind of fitting in and running with the first little offer, or maybe they're in a you know in a job and they're okay with it, but they really wanted to do something else, and or maybe, maybe the money's or, keeping them there, or maybe they have to they have to work at it. Maybe it's money. Right. I went through that right. when my first when my first daughter was born. I didn't have any money, bro. Yeah. I was broke. And when we found out she was on the way, then as every every parent I believe should, you have to figure it out and commit to it right away. This is the life that I want for my child, yeah. so I'm going to do everything I can to give it to her. Right. So for me, that meant I have to stop doing radio. And I was done with radio. I didn't do radio for almost a year. Really? Okay. I went and sold cars. Really? Made more money in a year than I ever made in my life. <laughs> but but I can see, I can certainly see. But you came back to what you loved. Yeah, I got lucky, man. Okay. So I sold a car. To a guy that owned a studio in Shreveport, okay. that guy happened to be oh, – I'm not going to name his name. He was partners with a guy named Brady Blade, who's okay. a legendary musician from Shreveport. Okay. He owned Blade Studios. Mm-hmm. At Blade Studios, the Sirius XM radio show and CBS, uh, CBS Sports Network national TV show was filmed and shot, the Tim Brando show, and they needed a producer. Really? So that's how I got back into radio. Okay. Sold the guy a car. He called me the next day and said, hey, man, are you – like?" You don't want to sell cars forever, right. do you? And uh, and that's so that I got really lucky. My my point though, I can certainly see where people are, you know, where you just have to make ends meet. Right. And so whatever but, that means, sometimes but, you got to put your own thing on the back burner. Yeah, no, I agree. But now now we have so much information at scale that we're able to hustle on the side and build that up. Totally. You know, it may take ten years to get to where we want to do our passion while we're doing our daily. But mm-hmm. if you're willing to. Suffer through that, you know, that time, and you're not really enjoying what you're doing, but you got to make the money. Then you keep going, and you, um, you know, after hours from that, you know, the two p.m. I mean, the uh, seven p.m. to the two a.m. Yeah, you can put some time in there. You're just you sleeping. Know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I do nightclubs still. Right. I would just be yeah, sleeping. Exactly. You know, I, I I believe no matter what, I think more so in 2019 than ever, and 2020. I think if you're passionate about something, there is a way to make money there doing it. Always is. Now, 20 years ago, no, because 100%. we didn't have information at scale. We we couldn't access anything. We didn't have these mobile devices. We could pick up and literally talk to someone across the world. You're so right. So I think that it opens up so many opportunities. Going back to when you were younger, I'd love to. Were you the class clown? So 100 percent. Okay, million so percent. Everyone listening, if you were the class clown, you have. A 
potential career as a personality. I'll tell you, those two things, they gel well so together. I figured so, man, but I had to ask because I wanted to see if, you know, see what the answer was. I wasn't a class clown for the, like, some people, I guess, are, and they just want to be disruptive. I wasn't like that. I was a class clown in that I wanted everyone just to like me. Okay. As weird as that is, I just wanted, and when I say everyone, I don't want you to think that I mean a couple people. I mean, I want every single person. And and it drove me, man. It drove, in middle school, high school, I don't know what it was about me that I just wanted. Maybe not validation. I just wanted. I wanted people to believe that I made their day better. Yeah. However that happened. Um, so yeah, and I'm the only guy. I'm telling you, there, there's no way there's another person you know. I made straight A's in school. Really? Made great grades. I never did anything wrong, right? And I've gotten suspended from school probably five times. Really? For talking. For talking. <laughs> Wouldn't stop in the classroom. You know, it's just it just how you know you get it. You get on a roll, and um, I, I, it's amazing how life turns out. Because at that point, like it, I think it would be different if I'm in school thinking. You know, oh, I want to do radio, so I'm just going to, you know, like you're practicing yeah, almost. Yeah, right. Never in a million no years did I want to do that. Never. Upon it. I just like the, I like the enjoyment of making someone else laugh or, or keeping them entertained or making them happy in general or make their day better. So I always loved doing that. And then, yeah, in high school, it just worked out. Well, I also, you know, someone told me the other day, I can't remember who it was, that, that you were quite the ladies' man in high school as hey, well, man. Hey, now, hey, you, you were talking to someone that is getting me confused with someone else uh no i mean i don't know no i wouldn't say i was a ladies man i don't know maybe it was just all the attention you were getting maybe it was all maybe that attention you know i looked like a little rat in high school really? man i weighed about I'm, I'm little now still height wise i'm only five foot six or five foot seven but in high school middle school i mean i, I was 110 pounds soaking wet uh, yeah, little that's short light. thing, that's light. but like I said, I could I could make you laugh. You'd be you entertained. Some, yeah, commit um, some attention. No, man, I don't know. I uh, I think I only had like one girlfriend in my life. Okay, one real like we're dating. Yeah, before baby mama. Yeah, before I dated one person, and that was a Playboy playmate. Really? Yes. Interesting. Pretty good track record, huh? I am not mad at you at all. No, anyway, here we go. That was the first person. I was actually, uh, I'm not going to tell that part of the story. But uh, so, uh, we, I, we dated for a few months, yeah. Okay. So I, my point is, I don't think I was a ladies' man. Well, hey, you can update your resume with that at least. But if people think that I was, I won't argue with them. Hey, I'm just telling you what I heard. That makes me feel pretty good now, So I mean, looking that's, back. That's, a pretty, that's pretty good there. Man, that was pre-fake teeth and everything. I can't imagine. What, fake teeth? Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? Dude, I got a whole look. fake grill now. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, how did that happen? Just, I, I went in, I, I got work done with the mud bugs. The Mudbugs dentist like 10 which, years which ago. Which is a hockey, a hockey team. Mudbugs are yeah. local hockey yeah. team. I do announce work for them mm-hmm. years That's and another years thing we forgot about. Ago. See, man, you're just doing everything. got to make money, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, I had messed up teeth, and the team – that's how you know your teeth are bad. Like, I'm, if a I'm, hockey player tells you you have a, bad teeth, bro, you A hockey bro, player's <laughs> dentist comes up to you and is like, hey, if you want to stop by my office, here's my card. I swear to God that's all the guy said. Man, that's great. So he hooked me up with some, and then it was time to get them fixed and replaced, and I found the greatest place, a brighter smile. They were awesome. I, was so, I hadn't been to the dentist in a long time. And so they hooked me up. Oh, that's interesting. So my point is, in high school, not only was I a little bitty, but I had messed up teeth, too. So you just had the attention. I couldn't have been a ladies' man. Yeah, There's no well, way. Hey, well, someone lied to me, bro. No, no, someone no. He told you me. the truth. I was. I was. I'm, I'm being humble here. Well, let me get to uh, a lot of my listeners. A lot of stuff we talk about, you know, on a daily. Is I'm in marketing. You're you're in uh, you're in a form of marketing as well. And um, we're always always directing attention. I feel like we sell attention. That's what we thrive on, and that's what the society as a whole is thriving on right now. Like, so what's your stance on social media? You said you got your start. 
in uh, MySpace. Crazy. And then it grew into Facebook, of course. And then we have Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, and now we have um, a few other platforms, TikTok. And TikTok's really anything, taking off. Anything. And, Who so knows what we'll have a year you, from now. Are you on all of them? Are you doing all the I, things? I'm not on TikTok. What? You're not yet? I figured you would be. No, I've never dude, got you, into you, TikTok. Dude, you got to get in there. I'm telling you right now. They're saying right now that TikTok is going to be the next Instagram. I believe it. As as we go every few years, the you know the demographic changes. Whereas, I don't think TikTok will be the new Instagram. You don't think so? I think so. TikTok is already the vine, and I think that's where it will well, be. maybe so. And but, that's fine, too. But I don't think, yeah, Instagram, not necessarily the actual platform, but the actual the users. Yeah, the yeah. Users 100%. Shift, you know what I mean? 100%. Uh, social media is, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. And, it I, and, and, I, and I'm on the older scale now. Me too. So it's hard for me. How old are you, by the way? Uh, 27. Okay. Well, I'm 30, and we, we grew up without it. <gasps> in, in my day, we talked on AOL Messenger. <laughs> we did, dude. AIM. We did AIM. Yeah, Remember man. when you could make those little cards and you would send them to people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> dude, AIM was the best, man. You'd sit and look at your who's online. Like, the, that's so weird. How, and it, too. That really wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. But, man, when you're sitting in your room and then notification goes off and you look and it's that one girl from school oh, yeah. and she messaged you on aim that's a cra- <laughs> like you don't get that feeling anymore no you don't with anything well because it's, it's instant everything's in t- instantaneous too much well, you get not to mention having to wait 20 minutes for internet to come up yeah i saw this article the other day <laughs> oh a meme or something where it was like i made my kid look at this AOL loading screen for 14 minutes before they could get on their mind, you know, their uh, TikTok. Yes, and then like your your rotor, your your uh, whistle, or the, the router making all the sounds yeah, that it would make just yeah, to the get dial you up, man. It's crazy now though. It's, I do Snapchat a lot now. Okay. Um, Snapchat has this cool thing called YOLO. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh uh, yeah. I've been killing it with this really? YOLO thing. Yeah, it's it's. I, I went. I'd go months without getting one thing on Snapchat, and you never really know what to say. Yeah. You know, and like I said, a lot of it is too just getting older and yeah. just being like this doesn't feel well, like my kind of place. That's why. That's why my attention's on I've, TikTok right now. Dude, I've been doing these YOLOs like once a week, and I get like 300, 400 responses to them. And they, the good news for me though is it gives me a reason to be posting. Okay. So if I want to, you know, post a video, I'm answering someone's question. Yeah. That it just gives me a reason to be there. I'm not that creepy old guy that's on still on Snapchat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and I feel like that most days. Just getting older it's in general. Start, it's starting to happen. You can see the shift in the platforms. And when you when you are the old guy that gets on the platform, everyone's like, "What the hell is this old dude? What's this the, guy yeah, doing on here? What's this old for? fart doing?" Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm just paying attention to attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see what yeah. everyone's doing because. And well, answer me this: Like when you create your content, you're pushing it out. Are you doing it for people's value or just doing it for notoriety? Oh, I, I would certainly say people's value. If you See, if you I, mean just content creation, yeah. um, it's like it's, on your on your social yeah. platforms, and you're not including your kids, of course. Well, right. And what I what I do with with the radio station, it's so much more now than uh, than what it was even when I started, and it gets like hundred thousand views. But up until it got about sixty thousand views, there was no negativity. Everybody saw it for what it was. It was us. Let's poke a little bit of fun at ourselves using the greatest, you know, the, the biggest thing in the world in this moment. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, some people are unhappy with it. And so from from my perspective, I hate when you walk the line that close because I don't want to see any negative. Right. So I don't want anyone thinking less of me. Okay. So then when the comments start coming in, that's like, man, I wish the horse would have just stepped on his head and stuff like that. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, but but that's the that's the hardest part about creating content. For a, especially a market that is so strange. Well, I mean, you have to play on your market anyways. Like, I feel like we all, no matter what industry we're in, especially if you're in the marketing world, no matter what area it is, whether it's digital, radio, social, whatever it may be, 
we have to play on the area's strengths and weaknesses and use those and combine those to actually get some attention because yeah. at the end of the day we are selling attention mm-hmm. what's going to work what's the new hottest meme you know when you see the, yeah. the lady yelling at the cat here lately like that 100%. was the, that was a hot thing you can play on a meme and get the attention utilize those things it's so like I've talked about this in the past, but you don't have to be married to one thing. You literally can just take something that already has attention, shift it, adjust it for your market, and push it back out and get the attention again right. and make it hyper-local. 100%. Or if you need to push it abroad, you could do it too, whether it's a point you know, or, or actually geographically located somewhere. But the, the amazing thing that we have is we don't have to be committed to one single area because we have the ability to push content out abroad. Oh, 100%. Any, there's, no one has an excuse if, if they have a passion for that stuff and creating content in, in general. Yeah. No one has an excuse now because you, you can get your message out yeah. there. And you don't have to be. You don't have to have a team of designers. No, you can literally do it with your phone. There's an app for whatever you're trying exactly. to do. Trust me, and, it'll, and it, it might, usually it's free. Max, it'll cost you 99 <laughs> exactly. cents. Exactly. And Max. the attention it gets you is way more valuable than 99 cents. You know? People, if you just have, like, it goes back to what you said several minutes ago. You have to be passionate for it. You also have to, you know, you have to have an idea of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, but in 2019 and, and 2020, there's no one is in a, a part of the country. You know, people say all the time, I'm in a small town. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean nothing. It just means, yeah, that's not an excuse anymore. It, don't, it doesn't matter where you're at. Excuse. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Nope. It doesn't matter what lifestyle you come from. Doesn't matter what college you went to or what your grades were in school. All it matters is that you want to do it. Yep. If you want to do it, then just go for it. The and there. trust me, you're gonna you're gonna miss a million times more than to. you hit. Yeah. But the truth is, if you just have that, and if you're if you're constantly pushing stuff out there, something's gonna work and something's gonna hit just right. You're pushing out at scale. If you're if you're like if you have a point to prove and get across, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if it, if you push it out twenty times a day. You're going to get it across. 100%. Eventually. It may take you six months, right. but you're going to get your point across. And it's the same thing with the market. If you're pushing something out and you're trying to get awareness, you're going to get it. Yeah. And I think us playing off that just in a day-to-day, no matter what market we're in. But, you know, to the listeners that aren't in the actual marketing industry, you're still pushing out content on a daily basis on your personal. Right. Because, I mean, I feel like we're all marketers now. We really are. Whether you want to market to conform, to be mm-hmm. cool like everyone else, or you're trying to market to get likes. Yeah. Which they're talking about taking those away here, you know. Soon. I hope they do. God, the I hope because they you do. Know what that's going to do? It's going to make content more creative. Yeah. And um, you know, whether you're doing that or you're doing it as a business to make money, I, there's there's so much things you can do and create and market, whether your business or your personal. And mm-hmm. it's just crazy how that's grown now. Well, just from a business standpoint, it's it's uh, social media is the greatest thing that ever happened for a business, it is. for a personal business as well, for the yep. brand. Yep. I can't – I would say – I don't know if I can say more, but maybe equal to the same amount of people come up to me in public and say, I see your videos. Yeah. Then they do say, I, I listen to you on the radio right. every day. The – like Facebook videos, Snapchat, like the YOLOs or Instagram, that for me personally, and I know businesses can apply it and personal brands can apply it, um, that gives you a chance. Like I'm, I look at it like I'm on the air all the time, yeah. like 100%. If somebody sees a video though and they like it or if they see a YOLO and it makes them laugh, the next time they're flipping channels in their car, you better believe they're going to stop. Of course. Because they, they feel – they have a connection yeah. now. So the they connection's already made. They feel a sense made. of loyalty. Exactly. They, they hear your 100%. voice. is like, I know that guy. I love his content. 
content. Let me check out what he's doing on this platform. They just feel a connection with exactly. you, and that's the most important in the media world. Like, if you have a connection with someone, you have them. Like, yeah. if I go to Mudbug games, hang out with me at one Mudbugs game. I'm working for like ten minutes tops and like three hours total, but I'm never, but I never stop. Yeah. I'm walking around to every section. I'm meeting every kid. I'm playing catch with popcorn in my mouth with a kid at the top of the section at the yeah. bottom. I'm doing that all night. The, the, I don't. I do that, of course, because I enjoy it. Yeah. I like it, and they like it. But also, I want them to get in their car the next day and say, hey, oh, that's Jay. Yeah. He was so nice last night. Let's Not listen to him. Getting the attention there, you're giving whatever business you're working for that much more value. Mm-hmm. You know, just like pushing out this content here, we push out information I want people to hear. No yeah. matter what industry, whatever it is you do in life, you're not working yet. What it, you're trying to make life decisions. Um, you're not happy. You are happy. Whatever it may be, when you listen to these messages, I want you to get something from it. Yeah. Or what the hell am I doing here? I'm not doing this for popularity. It's my creative outlet, but I'm wanting people to hear things and say, man, I can connect with that. I right. can vibe with that. That's something I can – oh, wait, that's, there's an idea I can use to help benefit my business. I don't care if you're in the same industry as me. If, right. you, get some, if you get value from this and you utilize yours, there's enough to go around in the world. I don't care. Do yeah. it. You know. No, 100%, man. I, I think for a business, if we're going to stay on social media, look at it like, you know, my open sign is open from 8 to 5. Yeah. And a lot of people will just sign off at 5. Don't yeah. sign off. No. You literally have a restaurant or a business or, or a service that you're offering that is always available to people. Like you can literally for reach free. them. For free. For free. You can make you can make an, you can can establish a connection yeah. with the consumer over the click of a button. But it's so much more than scheduled robotic you know, post that just gets sent out. If you just put a little bit of work into it and a little bit of creativity and you really tailor your message to the audience that you're trying to tailor to, it, it social media should be the greatest thing that anyone out there who's trying to make money is using. Yeah, well, and it, like you're documenting. If you just document your personal day-to-day, mm-hmm. it's actually interesting because people can relate with that. Yeah. Instead of pushing out a manufactured message trying to sell. Just People document. hate being sold to. They do. They, they hate turn it. it off. But still, we we're still in the old school mentality from a hundred years ago in the old ad man world mm-hmm. to where you ever watch Mad Men. We're, we're still in that mentality. Sometimes you see it. Whereas people were trying to constantly sell or be car salesmen yeah. or, you know, people magazine ads or, you know, just people calling, blowing your phone up. Hey, have, I've, you, is your business easily found on Google? You right. Know what I mean? Right. hundred percent, man. <laughs> but, people. But if you can find a way to get that message across without selling to you know, them, yeah, exactly. you'll win a hundred percent of the time. Exactly. I've noticed people, it. You, it's subliminal selling. You're mm-hmm. not selling to them. Sure. You're, you're not, they're not an up at a car dealership. You're not taking them and taking them to a, a used Ford 150. You're like the, the, the best way for a business to operate on social media is to sell, but don't sell. Yeah. Don't, don't make them read between the lines and they will. Yeah. And they like that. People don't yeah. like getting sold to. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I completely agree. Well, look, Jay, I have a gift for you. So, um, oh, we've man. been, I guess I've known you kind of knew you back in the day. I wasn't cooling on the scene when you were, you know, DJing back in the day at this nightclub. At the spot, baby. Yeah, this Phoenix night, Underground. Yeah, Phoenix Underground, man. And I, I'm sure if anyone's listening, I guarantee you everyone who is listening who's been there has a story to tell. Yeah. Okay, um, well. 100%. I, yeah, we have quite a bit of stories. Um, But I have something for you because I feel like when this particular item come out, it blew up. Okay. okay? Everyone was talking about it. Is it a bop it? No, it isn't. Okay. It's something way more, way more, uh, it's way better than that. Okay. All right. So this item come out, everyone was talking about it. If they were at a bar, whether it be a hole in the wall, Phoenix Underground, a massive club, it doesn't matter at this point. Restaurants have it now. Okay. 
What is this? Oh, it's, it's the baby. little things, man. So fireball, yes. fireball. We were on the scene back in the day when my this, baby. She's when this, so beautiful. <laughs> when this come out, yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of stories associated with that bottle right there. I hate liquor, right? <laughs> I hate it. Actually, you know what I'll do? Cause just because I like you. I'll tell you a story I've never told anybody tell else. Me. God, I hope my mom doesn't <laughs> hear this or watch this. So I don't like liquor. I've never liked liquor. Okay. I, I, I drink beer, too, but I like beer, but I only drink it if I'm with friends. Right. I hate liquor, though. understand it. If it's a shot, it's going right over the shoulder. Right. I hate it. <laughs> I hate all liquor. Back in those days, Fireball really hit, yeah. right? It hit hard. It's probably 10 years ago. I mean, it, it came yeah. on the scene. It was blowing up, though. <laughs> Phoenix Underground is killing it with Fireball, yeah. right? So at, at Phoenix Underground especially, Phoenix was the worst. But most of the nightclubs I've worked at, that's how you know if you're doing a good job, people will just start bringing you shots. Yeah. And they'll reach it over. And of course, that's how you get roofied. But <laughs> luckily, everyone sees me, and they're not roofing they're me. Not so I, yeah, no, But no. this is before your teeth got fixed. Now they probably would. <laughs> now they would, for sure. I don't take shots anymore. God, I love this bottle. All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm at Phoenix Underground, and everyone's taking these fireball shots. And a couple of friends who I knew brought me a fireball shot. I've never had one in my life. Okay. This was it's a long time ago. This is at probably 9 o'clock at night, though. So the, the night's just kind of beginning. Mm-hmm. It's kind of slow in the That's club. That's slow at 9 there. I'm telling you, I've never told anybody this story, but know me. When, know when I say it, it's 100% true. Okay. Tim Huck's the only one that knows this story. <laughs> So I take the fireball shot, and if it was anybody else that handed it to me, I understand I wouldn't have taken it. Right. I would have just threw it over my yeah. shoulder. I hate shots. I like this fireball shot, though. Okay. Cinnamon, a little spicy. Yeah. It didn't hit me hard, though. All the other ones hit me hard. My face looks hideous for 30 minutes when I try to <laughs> get it back to its normal positioning after I drink liquor. This fireball, though, not so much. Took one. Loved it. I took about 20. What? Yes. Legitimately, I no doubt took more than 15. Okay. I'm hammering these suckers. I love them. Like, they're crazy. <laughs> I don't think at that point I'd ever been drunk on liquor. It's I've been a, drunk on a, beer, of course. Whole other mood. So I don't, I don't, I'm telling you, I know this sounds stupid, and I was of age, but I'd never really drunk liquor before. Yeah. I'm hammering these things. And they're telling me, like the bartenders who I know, yeah. they're like, dude, you need to chill out. But I'm not drunk. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm hammering, I'm DJing, doing good. Phoenix Underground, luckily, there's two DJs. Yeah. All right. At Phoenix, now, now it's probably 1130 at night. It's getting busy. It's almost to the point where it's really busy. At Phoenix Underground, there's the bathrooms, right? And they're in the far back end of the All club. The it's a huge club. nightclub, yeah. right? Biggest one in Shreveport. They're on the – so when it gets busy, if, you have to, if you're DJing where I'm at, you know, you're upstairs, kind of. You got to go downstairs. It's, it's a hassle. So there's a little like storage closet with a drain <laughs> right next to the DJ booth, right next to like the little raised VIP area. There's just a little storage clo- closet yeah. with a big old uh, drain. Yeah. So a lot of busy nights, you just go in there and pee in the drain. Yeah. Because it, it would take too long to go to the bathroom. I swear to you, bro. I've been playing for a couple hours, drink at least 15 of these beautiful fireballs for the first time ever. <laughs> I went to go pee. I remember doing this. Okay. I had to, just had to go pee. I totally fine. Opened the door, went to go pee, and then I woke up and it was nine thirty in the morning, and I was locked inside Phoenix Underground. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, that's the million... longest piss in history I, I, that's been taken yes, after taking fireball shots. I went, I went to go pee, and I'm telling you, I remember this so vividly. I was like, I wasn't even stumbling, bro. I went in there, started peeing, and I woke up and it was nine thirty in the morning. 
That's insane. I open the door and I'm like, imagine my confusion. <laughs> my pants are like around my ankles. Holy I'm in shit. this storage closet, like leaned against the wall. <laughs> I charge my phone. I've got millions of text messages and missed calls from my boss, yeah. Tim Huck at the time. I had no idea where you were at. Not mad, more like worried. Concerned, yeah. It's like, dude, are you okay? We haven't seen you all night. What happened? Where are you? I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. The other DJ that took over, he's freaking out. Not mad, just worried. And then I go to leave. Of course, all the doors are locked. The elevator's shut off. <laughs> There's only one exit I can take. As soon as I open the door, the alarms go off. Oh, I trip shit. the alarms. It was the worst morning of my life. <laughs> but that night I bonded with this liquor. And, and you I, still drink it, right? Every night. Every night that I'm working. Yeah, because I know I, we've taken a few of those together. And um, it's just – I feel like it's the cliche shot. But now that you've told me that story, I will not judge you for loving that liquor right there. <laughs> I'm telling you, I loved it. Now, Granted, now I treat it right. It yeah. treats me right. And it's funny. At the club now, everyone knows what I drink now. So I don't ever get the white, the clear liquor or yeah. anything like that. I'll, people just bring me fireball shots. And I, I still take a lot of these. Well, what, if, what if this location that you're at, hanging out, partying, someone offers you a shot? What if they don't have fireball? What if it's hot damn? We substitute that. I'll do a Jack Fire. Jack you ever Fire. Had Jack oh, that Fire? is the new stuff. That's okay. That's something. Yeah. Okay. I don't like it. Okay. It's only it's only if they don't have Fireball, and it's only if I really feel like drinking. Okay. Because I do. I really. I'm not that. I'm not really a drinker. But if I'm out with my friends, if they don't have Fireball, I'll probably burn the place to the ground out of anger. But if I don't do that, <laughs> then I'll just get some Coronas. Well, dude, it's those been, always do the trick. It's been great today hearing that story and talking to you. No We're one's all, ever heard. I've never dude, thought. No that, one knows about that. I feel honored, and I feel like when this goes out, you're going to get a lot of you know feedback on that. Look, these people, they've all been there before. <laughs> oh, you've, I guarantee you've, you they been, have. you've been there before. I had just never been there. Yeah, I guarantee you I they went have. there. Yeah. Well, if you're on shots, anyone can attest to this. I'll go out. There's been a million nights where I went out, and I said, We're just have, I'm just going to have two or three drinks. Yeah. Me and my buddies have done it. Next thing you know, someone offers you a shot. You got to take it. I'm a gentleman. You can't say and I, no. I have good manners. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I thank you for buying me a shot. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, it's two or three, three or four, mm-hmm. five or six, and then you're leaving Phoenix Underground at nine thirty in the morning. They hit you like that, though. <laughs> yes, it hits you. It's, it's the craziest thing. And even at the club, I don't really drink too much now. If I do, you know, I Uber every Friday and Saturday night. Some nights, though, I'll go in there with a mission. Yeah. To get Phoenix Underground nine years ago plastered. Slaughtered. Fall asleep in the club. <laughs> well, dude, it's been great talking to Is you today. Is this all we got today, man? Dude, I think we're almost out of time, man. Do you? I, I, I think we have about five more minutes. Is there anything you want to add? No, I just, I, you know, I appreciate you. I think this is a great podcast. you got to listen to the other ones. I wish I could have got on earlier, yeah. uh, but I'm happy that you asked me to come on. Really, I'm proud of you, and, and I think it's a great Thanks, podcast. Man. Well, I'm so. glad that you took the time out of your vacation, staycation, whatever it is you're doing right now. I wouldn't want to be anywhere oh, else. Man, I love it. Man. Now look, I got a podcast coming up. I'm going to plug that. Please plug it. I, I got want a everyone podcast. To, yeah. It's starting in January. I'm excited about it. It's called Jay Talking. Okay. Not to be confused with the video series Jay Walking. Apparently, my creative people aren't that creative. <laughs> going to be Jay Talking well, starting in January. Okay. What, what is this? What are the topics going to be on this thing? You <laughs> I don't no know. Idea. They you wanted have, to you do have plenty so, of time wanted, to come up. The first they gave me the idea first called the Chronicles of Jay Watley, where it was just a story. Every episode was one or two of those those stories, like the Fireball one. Yeah. And then they ended up switching it around so I, I really have no idea they'll tell me what it's going to be about okay. and i'll do that well i'm looking forward to listening but, to it man yeah. and hopefully you know in the next few months after you get it rolling you can come back home we can plug and we can talk about some more stuff i'm in man i'm in anytime for real All right, dude, i appreciate well, you dude. thank you so much for coming on today yeah. and everyone subscribe to the podcast thanks